Stuart Taylor is probably best known to South Africans as the presenter of SABC Stray's hit travel show, Going Nowhere Slowly. But when this Stellenbosch University science graduate is not in front of the camera with mud-powered uh, face and wind-styled hair, Taylor is enchanting local and international audiences with his headline stand-up comedy and magic shows. He's got this uncanny ability to cast spells on unbridled, uh, of unbridled laughter on virtually any audience, uh, which has earned him adoration of critics and fans uh, for his performances at the Pleasance Dome at Edinburgh Fringe Festival at the Berlin International Comedy Festival and his sold-out comedy magic theatre productions throughout South Africa. So we're not talking about a, a Mickey Mouse here. We're talking about a big man here. And this is not a joke. Stuart, good evening. <laughs> good evening. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky for, me, for the opportunity to talk to you. It's a privilege to talk to you. No, it's a privilege to chat to you guys. Thank you very much for having me on. Excellent. You know, every time I see somebody on television and I, and I love what they do, and then I realize later that they have much more that they, that they do than what is on TV, I always ask myself, how do they introduce themselves first? What do you tell people you are first when you introduce yourself? <laughs> well, at the moment, I think I just go for comedian. Eh? It's a lot easier to say, hi, I'm a comedian. Because that's, <laughs> then people uh, laugh at you. That's what people know now. When I started this, no one knew what an other comedian was, my man. So, uh, so that was that was difficult. <laughs> I remember, like, I'd have to do those. Uh, you're trying to get insurance, and they ask you what what what's your job, uh, and you're like, I'm a comedian. What's that? And I tell jokes. What's that? <laughs> so now at least people know what comedians are. So so now now they know what they are. Do you then get on the other side if you now taking insurance? Then they say, please stop joking. Say, what do you do for a living? Now they well now if I tell them I'm a comedian they say please tell me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you must charge them for it, or at least they must give you a discount for whatever you buy. Yeah, no, I'm, I get a little premium <laughs> if, I, if I joke so funny. <laughs> you know the, the the comedy, as you say, actually the comedy industry has has become mainstream and and, and well recognized. But does does it put enough bread on the table with a bit of butter and jam? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you even get to have some uh, some cold meat with it, eh? <laughs> no, you know what it is for me? You've got to be a jack of all trades, man. So, I mean, yes, I'm a comedian, but I'm a writer, I'm a director, I'm a producer. Yeah. And you've got to be everything. So, I'd love it, a world where I could just say, oh, I just arrive at theaters and I and the theaters are packed and uh, that that's all I do. I write a new show every year. But in truth, we've only got like four or five cities you can tour to. Mm. Some cities you can do a month at a time. Others you can do for one night. And then that's kind of three months of the year is done. You're like, okay, cool. What shall I do now? Yes. So you can kind of take your, take your craft outside of SA. Or alternatively, you do what I do. Now, sometimes I produce shows. Other times I direct shows. Other times I'm in movies. It's, you really just do all sorts of things, I think. But that's, uh, that's the beauty of this, of this business. Is you never get bored. You're doing all sorts of different things. You got to. When you're a hustler, you, you always try something new. But but is the is the international market easy to crack? Well, um, you know what? It's, uh, often these things are relative to how hard you work. You just keep you, you keep chipping away at it, and something's got to give. Mm. So, Stuart, now when I ask showbiz people this question, I I ask it with with a bit of uh, regret on my side because I know it's it's a slightly harsh question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do, yeah. do you save a particular percentage of what you make? Do I save a particular percentage? My yeah. man, I am married. I don't even know how much I make. 
Just, you must ask my wife these questions. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just get scolded by her if I swipe my car too much. That's all I know. <laughs> so, well, you know I, I've heard we, that line uh, before. We, we actually, we're very, we're very lucky. Uh, myself, my wife, we've, 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 uh, we've, we've gotten some, um, some good financial advice mm-hmm. from our parents. Our parents were slightly more savvy than most. So there has been that, that idea that, yo, if there's a little bit of spare bucks, you put it into a property. If there's a, or if there's a little bit of spare bucks, you put it into some shares. If there's a lot of spare bucks, try and put it into a property. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I mean, I, but the beauty, I think, of, of the comedy industry is that you have to stay relevant, but it also doesn't depend on me being a young guy. I can do, I mean, George Carlin was performing comedy until he was 80 odd years yes, old. Yes, yes. I, I can keep going. It's not like I've got a retirement age on me. But in truth, uh, you kind of also want to you want to look after your kids and things like that. So so I try I do try to um, to, to to chuck a little bit of money on the savings side. But I also love I love living in the moment. I love traveling. So that's where a lot of bucks go. In your view, do you do you think fame and fortune are related? Are famous people necessarily with fortune? No, 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 no. They they almost uh, they almost mutually exclusive. Shame in this country, guy. The amount of the amount of uh, amazing artists who die, who die penniless. It's a, it's a, that's a shame. Um, so and 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 then sometimes those people who are less famous but are working all the time. Like I can tell you about artists who fill up theaters mm. who you have never even heard of. Yeah, yeah. That guy lives in some massive mansion in wherever uh, in Houghton, and he drives an R8. Uh, Audi, and you're like, wow, I, I've never heard of the guy. Yeah, he's not famous, <laughs> but he's, uh, he, he, he works very hard. He's got a small audience that comes and watches him, and they're loyal. Yeah. So the two are, aren't necessarily mutually exclusive. Um, yeah, no, definitely not. Our guest on Fame and Fortune is uh, Stuart Taylor. He's man, a very serious comedian. Uh, because <laughs> 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 he's a producer, he's a creator of production, uh, he manages production so he's not just a guy who stands there and make he works behind it and we're gonna talk to him more as we when we come back from this short break <laughs> so our guest uh, Stu, uh, Stuart Taylor on fame and fortune uh, his theater production Lerner husband played to a critical acclaim across the country from the Baxter Theatre in Cape Town to the Market Theatre in Johannesburg, as well as a successful run at the National Arts Festival in uh, Grahamstown by any other name now. He's got a name now, Grahamstown, I forgot what, uh, what it's called. Uh, and the Monte Casino Main Theatre. Uh, Stuart, I know you just completed a show in, 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 in Johannesburg. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, this past weekend, I produced a show, and it's a show that I host. It's called The Big Five Comedy Show, and it's... It's a brand I'm really proud of. We've been doing that show since about 2016. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I basically try and create an ensemble cast of some of the biggest names in South African comedy. We put them together on one stage. And it's, it's kind of as hard to see that lineup as it is the real big five because it's people who don't do ensemble shows. Yeah. I mean, this weekend we had uh, John Christmas on the lineup. We had Nick Rippenowitz on the lineup. We had Joey Rasdeen on the lineup. We had uh, Jason Goliath on the lineup. And at all of these shows, we have the legend. DJ Ready D opening the show and playing during the show. So, like, it's a massive production. And uh, that was amazing this past weekend. I was at Monte Casino, sold out that teatro, uh, and it's heading off, in fact, uh, in about a month's time to PE. That's the next stop. It'll be in, uh, in Cape Town in October, but PE, 
oh man, we've got a lineup for them. We've got Tumi Morake on the lineup. <laughs> we've got Nico uh, um, Binowitz is back there. Jason Goliath is back there. Kurt Skundra is also a legend of the game. Is is there? I get to host that show. So yeah, it's, uh, that that's that's one of my favorite shows to produce and and, and perform in. Since you broke onto the scene, have you ever been broke? Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, dude, I wrote a whole show about that. Huh? I wrote a show <laughs> called Muddy's Pitai Dimension. You know 2010. That's yeah. the thing, man. 2010 was an amazing year. Like, I was doing Learner Husband, and we were filling up theaters, bro. It was, in, it was incredible. And I bought a massive new house, and I, we started renovating the house. But when I started renovating the house in 2011, like, it took up all my time. Mm. Like, I literally spent days just shopping. We literally just, we, we, we gutted the entire place. And we uh, and we started from scratch. Everything was new. Every door handle, every footing, every door frame, just incredible. And I was so exhausted of doing this, and I didn't realize for about an entire like nine months while I was busy renovating this place, I wasn't actually working. I was working Whoa. because I was busy with the south because I wasn't actually earning money. You were so spending money, not there, earning money. <laughs> well, just like little, I mean, little gigs here and there, but it wasn't that there, there was not much income coming in. Mm. And then. I kind of got the sense that everyone around me in 2011 kind of felt that there was a bit of a, a bit of a pinch at the moment. And then I wrote a show about being broke. <laughs> and I around. So that show was called Money to Play to Mention. And it eventually was shot on DVD and, and ended up lighting on, on a couple of television channels. So, so yeah, no, I have been broke, but I've also managed to turn the, show, the, the broke into some jokes. That's, because I was gonna, I was going to ask you how you got out of being broke. So you, you made a show out of it and you made... <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. <laughs> you should have an extravagance. Everybody has an extravagance. What's yours? Uh, I love watches. I really love nice, uh, bespoke timepieces and, mm. and really top-end watches. I, I've got a, uh, not a massive collection, but I've got, I've, I've had a couple. I'll, I'll buy some and sell some. I've, I've, but I've, yeah, I've got some really nice Swiss, uh, Swiss pieces. Mm. And then to me, like, the, 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 just, just the mechanics of it and the look and the feel of it. Oh, nothing nicer than a beautiful Swiss timepiece. Just make sure you and I don't meet on a dark alley somewhere, because I may, I may just, I may just, uh, you know, do a thing or two. <laughs> after so many years, no, thankfully they insured. So I'll be right. <laughs> after after so many years in, in the industry, Stuart, would, would you say you've made it? I don't think anyone really. Listen, man, you, your competition is only yourself. Hmm. I think I, I mean I, I'm I'm as ambitious now as I was when I started in this game nearly 20 years ago, I, I feel like I've scratched the surface. You know what I mean? I literally, maybe for the last five or six years, haven't been as present as I have been in the past mm-hmm. because I, my, my kids arrived and I want to spend a bit more time at home with the kids. But now I've got an appetite for, for, for going abroad a lot more than what I have. I mean, I try to go play overseas maybe once or twice a year, but I've got a real appetite to kind of sink my teeth in that. So no, I, I don't ever think you... And just as you evolve, new things come up, you know what I mean? So you go, okay, cool, well, I did TV. Yeah, but you haven't done all the kind of TV you've done. Yeah, I've released a DVD. Yeah, but you released one. Is that all you've got to say? So I think for, for me, it's, it's, it's not really a competition about have I made it. It's just about me staying interested in what I do, me staying passionate about what I do, and creating a body of work that I'm really proud of. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's my plan. That's my mission. So, uh, you know, for a man who's done Edinburgh, who's done Berlin, who's who's been on every stage in this country, uh, who does who creates 
amazing shows who even can make a show about being broke i'm sh- <laughs> i'm sure I'm, the, the the answer to the next question is going to be very easy mm. H- have you accumulated out of all your earnings the thus this far a cool one million u.s dollars u.s at, at one time um I, I, maybe in assets, maybe in yeah. assets, not in not in, uh, not in cash. But not yeah, in cash, I mean, yes. As I say, we, we try to we try to invest money. It's a, there's, there's there's real value in in, in, in in getting properties together, and there's real value in, in buying shares and, mm-hmm. because those things, those dividends, will kind of pay you in during the lead times. So uh, certainly not in cash, certainly not in cash. But uh, maybe the next time I chat to you. <laughs> well, I was about to say to you, Stuart, because now you are officially inducted in the Metro FM. Uh, Hall of Fame and Fortune. That that yes. cash one million dollars is on its way. Okay, okay. So that is that is going to be my next my next thing. One million dollars cash. It, I like it exactly. I want it in your bank account. Wonderful chatting to you, mate, and all the best with the business. Thank you very much. Listen, by the way, if any of you guys are down in Cape Town, uh, people in Cape Town at the moment, I'm at the Cork Bay at the tiny little intimate space for uh, from next week and the following week um, with my show. Funny, you should say that. So, yeah, you can go to corkbaytheater.co.za and get those tickets. I'd love to see you there. Funny you should say that, Stuart, because I thought it was Kagbe. No, I know it's Kagbe. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great show. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Taylor, wonderful chatting to you. And that concludes the show. Tomorrow it's Opportunity Tuesday. And we'll be back here, same place, same time. From me, Rems Mabote, good night and God bless.